for November 6th, 2020. It's the Lullabot Podcast. It's the Lullabot Podcast, episode 251. I'm Matt Cleave, a senior developer at Lullabot. With me, as always, co-host of the show, senior front-end developer, Mike Herschel. Hey, Mike. Top of the morning to you, Matt Cleave. Top of the morning to you, Mike. Hey, uh, and we're having a little gin this morning. Yes, yes, it's a... a very good morning. (laughs) It's it's kind of an awkward thing to be discussing at the crack of dawn, but Mm -hmm. sometimes we have to go across the world and talk to a podcast guest. And today we're bringing on uh, someone who is a senior designer at Unique and the co-organizer of Front End Conference in Zurich. Welcome, Sasha Eckenberger. Hey, Sasha. Hey, thanks for having me. Sasha is also the uh, lead maintainer of the Gin Admin theme. That's right. So, Mike, yeah. you you the other day were like showing me like, "Hey, check this out," and you showed me this website, or you were like sharing your screen, I think. And yeah, you were, like, yeah, exactly. Through stuff, and it was like I was like, "Holy crap, is this Drupal?" Like it had mm-hmm. all of the links that were Drupal, and it had a lot of you know like this is Drupal, but it looked totally different. Yeah, that's exactly it. I w- you know, I was uh, kind of investigating uh, it l- like a particular issue. And so I had to install this and I installed the toolbar module and I was like, holy crap, this looks amazing. And we need to learn more about this. And that is the Gin admin theme, right? So Sasha, yep. tell us uh, exactly, you know, what it is, what, what you started off doing, you know, working with the Gin admin theme. Yeah, so basically um, it started like a year ago, um, as a customization layer uh, for Claro. Um, so basically, we had some clients which, which basically had the need to, um, or they wanted to, to you know, like personalize the, the Drupal experience um, also in the backend. Uh, so like putting their branding in with, you know, like the corporate colors and, and logo and everything. So as I'm also quite involved with, uh, you know, like with the Drupal design system and Claro in particular, I was like, why not, you know, like create, creating a sub theme to Claro, which basically provides exactly that so that you can change X and colors and add your own logo and stuff like that. So that was basically the start, uh, you know, where, um, yeah, like Chin, you know, like was, was basically... I think in the beginning we we had another name for it, like internally at Unique, um, but I don't remember currently what we what we did call it. Um, but yeah, then basically like this this thing was like okay, we we had some um, you know like meetups, um, like Zurich local Drupal meetups, and then I, we were basically presenting this um, this idea of you know like the customization, and people really liked it. So. I decided to make this public and, you know, make it a country theme. So that was basically the, the rough start um, of Jin. So tell me, uh, so first we mentioned Claro. I wanted to just kind of clarify for anyone who wasn't familiar. Claro is an administration theme that's available on uh, newer versions of Drupal 8, right? And so, um, Jin, where does the name come from? The drink or the card game? Well... <laughs> Not really from the drink, also not from the card game. Oh, okay. I don't even know the card game. Um, but, uh, you know, like the, the the goal of the name was to use origin 
as as the theme name uh but you know there's a famous company in the game industry which basically uses that name and for that purposes i just shortened the name uh and then as a as a fun fact or as a you know side notice is that also like uh we have some people including me on the team which uh you know like chain as well uh the drink so it was basically like a win-win situation for the naming. Is this something you're going to put on every website that you, you know, every client website that you work on or? Yeah. So um, as I mentioned before, like in, in the beginning, it was just like a customization layer, right? So the only thing Chin would touch was like, you know, like the accent color and, uh, you know, really, really minor uh, customization options. But then eventually, um, you know, like DrupalCon Amsterdam happened. And when, um, you know, when we did basically, um, uh, you know, like to prepare our talk where we, where we did talk about, you know, like the, the future of the Drupal MNUI, um, a few weeks before we were basically rethinking about the, you know, like we, we did the designs for Claro, but we also did some um, future designs, how like our vision would be how Drupal could look like in the future. So we did basically revisit that, like those designs, because they were like an year or one and a half years old. So we were basically like, okay, when we gonna do like present that at DrupalCon, we wanna refresh that. So that was like a few weeks before DrupalCon and um, was one of my main tasks to basically, you know, come up with some fresh designs and when we presented that uh, eventually at, at DrupalCon, it was very well received. So people really liked the changes. And that was basically the kickoff when I was thinking, why don't I already try to, you know, like uh, integrate some of the designs in Chin so that we basically already have those designs as a contrib theme that you can already use. Um, but there was also like another purpose behind it. Um, so that we basically can already, like people can already use it and we can also already get feedback for stuff we might want to include uh, in a future version of Claro, or also sometimes there's like, you know, like negative feedback on, on some things. So we can also, before we try it out in Claro, we already have an opinion from people of, or for a broader audience, if, if, you know, if we should even consider it or not. So um, coming back to your first question, um, like at Unic, we basically use it for every project now. So um, it's our default backend theme now. Um, we have already quite a lot of customers who use it and love it. And um, yeah, there's, there's also like other companies which, which are currently or which did switch over to Chin and use it heavily. So there's quite a community already. Now, outside of the gym, Gen admin theme, there's also like a whole ecosystem, right? You have a toolbar module, and I think there's like a login screen module or something. Is that correct? Yes. So basically, the toolbar module is, is used as, you know, if you know at minimal or like any other third party Drupal admin theme. Um, it's not possible to inject the toolbar styles in the front end. So if, if you don't have a decoupled side, if you have like a classic Drupal site and, you know, you, you log into your site and you want to administer it like in the front end, uh, then basically the toolbar styling would revert to the seven or like the, the core, uh, you know, like admin styling, uh, toolbar yeah. styling, sorry. And 
with that small um, helper you know, module, we can basically just inject the styling so that you have like a seamless experience uh, from front to back and when you're logged in. Um, the, the, the logging module basically just extends that so that you, like from a, from a customer experience point of view, that you from your first logging screen to your administrative experience, you have basically the same styling, the same design language. Um, also, the, the login module supports all the customization from Chin. So if you set it to an accent color and you use your company logo and stuff like that, so this is also already reflected in the login module. So you have like a seamless experience. Yeah, that's pretty important. So uh, quick question, um, and I don't know... And, and I'm asking this like from like the Olivero point of view, one of the reasons mm -hmm. that w we haven't done uh, the color change stuff is because the commitment to support IE 11 with, within Drupal core does Jin support IE 11 or no? No. Yeah. yeah I, and I think that's the, I think that's the correct answer. I just wanted to, I just wanted to check. Cause if you did, I was going to be like, how? <laughs> yeah. I think we, we, we had this discussion uh, a couple of times now. Um, also, I also discussed that with you know like with Laurie and other like others. Uh, there's there's also like a ticket to drop IE eleven support from from Core, mm -hmm. um, but for Chin as it's not in Core, it's a country module, and I think it will never be in Core because it's an experimental theme, right? And um, but for me it was really easy with like all the customization also with the dark mode and you know like changing a lot of things uh, to use like you know like modern uh, stuff like css free variables mm -hmm. which makes life much easier to maintain um, you know like all these customization patterns and stuff so yeah the, the short answer is no ie 11 is not supported good 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 so um outside of just like the look and feel can you maybe just walk us through some of the features like i know there's a vertical nav bar and can you maybe walk us through some of the changes on like the node add and node edit pages um yeah so some of the customization includes that you can choose your toolbar style um we currently have like three different ones so which is like the legacy or the classic drupal like the horizontal toolbar as you know from from seven and claro um, then we have a minimal version of it, so which is basically just a more compact and a bit redesigned horizontal navigation. And then uh, like the default one is the sidebar navigation, which is just like a completely different pattern to navigate through. Um, so not from a structure point of view, but more from a, you know, like from a design point of view. Um, as I mentioned before, like you, you can change like access, uh, like accent colors. Uh, you can, you know, set up your own logo or branding. Um, you you can toggle the whole Drupal admin UI to a dark mode. Um, a lot of modules are already supported, so you can also go fully dark if you like to. Um, the the node edit form was also redesigned and, and I think this is one of the things uh, people really like about it. So, you know, like the, the sidebar uh, we have in, in, in the node edit is now a real sidebar which sticks to the side, which has like the full uh, height uh, of a sidebar. And also like the, the content part is more like 
you know, like you know from like a Microsoft Word or, or you know, like Google Docs. So it looks like a, you know, like a letter and you have all your, your stuff you, you want to edit as a content editor in the middle of the screen. And, uh, you know, we use layers for, for content pieces so that we have a, like an abstraction uh, from the background and from, you know, like the toolbar and the content piece. Um, additional stuff. Um, so yeah, these are some, I think, really important uh, changes, and some of them we're also already considering to, you know, like include into Claro at the future state. Yeah, one of my favorite features, just something like the note add, is is there's, um, you know, you have the main content area, but across the top there's there's like a sticky bar that's it, it doesn't look like a bar but it's sticky and you have like the save button preview button publish button so you have those available to your content editors mm-hmm. no matter where they are scroll down the page and i just think that that's a that's a simple probably simple enough change but it makes all the difference yeah that was that was um glad that you mentioned it that was basically the first thing we changed uh you know like with like after all you know like the colors and all that stuff that that was basically the first feature we um we implemented into chin because of customer feedback so um you know if you have a large site which let's say uses paragraphs or whatever uh, so you have a very very long node edit form um you know like the the content editors always you know, complain that if they want to do a small change at, let's say, like the first pieces of of the site, mm-hmm. they need to scroll down to the end that they can save a note, and with with that change, basically, you always have to, your you know your actions like saving and previewing and publishing uh, always on hand because it's always visible because it's sticky. Yes, it's yeah. so true, and it's so helpful. I mean, that, that's one of biggest Drupal's biggest PowerPoints is like entities with fields, and you know, having a good data structure. But with that comes complicated node forms and all kinds of different fields, and and you know, stuff that gets added to your node form, and. Then somebody moved the buttons from the bottom to the top and the content editor has to scroll all the way and it's just like, ah, and having that right there is just so awesome. Um, One thing that I noticed um, were actually the animations, as silly as it sounds, like I thought it was really nice. Um, They did what I expected them to do and they didn't feel heavy or just there for the purpose of looking cool. I think that's that's an important thing, um, like from a designer point of view. Um, I know a lot of sites which has like a lot of motion going on, but um, you know, like designing with motion in mind always needs to feel natural. You know what I mean? So, um, like the you know, like the timing needs to be just as you would expect from like real life. Um, you know, like like. Uh, pressing a button or like an item moves from A to B and stuff like that. So I think you can always overdo things, uh, but I think like if you add it just in the right spots, it can make a difference. Um, so that was basically, I mean, glad that you that you saw it, but uh, that was basically one of the goals to add some, some stuff, but not overdo it, right? So that we have like the right balance uh, for stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, the attention to detail is pretty good. You know, the uh, the check boxes are are kind of like the little like iPhone esque toggles now. 
you know, I'm looking at the publish checkbox right now and, you know, you hit it and it, and it goes from green to gray. And then the, there's some, I don't know, SVG animation or something where the, the little, you know, slider slides over and it kind of does this cool little animation. And, you know, something else that I noticed is that there's, there's really prominent focus states, you know, from an accessibility standpoint that I'm guessing is inherited from, Claro, are are there any other are, like are there any accessibility changes in Gin, you know, outside of what Claro has already done? Um, not really. No. Um, like you know, like the the checkbox or the toggle you mentioned is CSS only, so there's no like magic SVG stuff yeah. going on. Um, but um, from an accessibility point of view, um, no, there's basically the, the only thing you can can change, which uh, we we like for for Claro, we defined this uh, focus color, which is like an independent color, which is never used anywhere else in the design system. Um, basically, like Chin inherits that, but we we for Chin we just change that color to another shade. Um, but you can also in the settings change it to whatever you like. So. You can change it to the like to the Claro default one. You can change it to match it uh, with the accent color, or you can set your own. So, just a bit of customization there. Um, that was more from an accessibility point of view. It makes sense to use, you know, you know, like its own color. But uh, some of the editors don't like it, uh, so you could basically just override it if you like. Where do you make those configurations? It's basically, all in the theme settings. So if you head over to the theme, uh, theme settings chin, so you have like all the settings in there and you can basically, uh, you know, like configure everything you like. Um, there's also like um, user overrides. Um, so basically you could set up that you want to have for your, I mean, like for the admin user to have like the horizontal toolbar, but then maybe for the content editors, you want to give them the sidebar approach, which is a bit more modern, but you know, like your site builders may be so used to the horizontal toolbar, so they could use it in the horizontal mode and the content editors, uh, you know, like using the sidebar mode. Um, also, if, if a content editor doesn't like your, let's say you set up for, for the branding like orange as the color, so the user could also override that color to, I don't know, like red or purple or whatever he likes or she likes. So, yep, a lot of customization going on. There's a lot of details too. I'm on the theme settings page right now. And, you know, what's really interesting is, you know, if I, if I turn on the toggle to enable dark mode, it actually changes immediately, which I'm guessing you have like some, some JavaScript in there kind of monitoring it and adding a class or something. Normally, you know, you would check the box and have to submit the form, the page would reload, and then the person would, you know, be able to evaluate if they like the dark mode or not, and that you know, or and then they might turn it off. But this is like a lot easier. You you toggle the the button, and and you have an immediate feedback on what it looks like. And I, I just think like that that's how it should work, and that's the way it does work, and and that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that was basically the goal to to give you an instant preview. Um, like the first thing is the dark mode, which works that way, and the second one is also like the the accent color, which uh, by the way you can also set up your own color, like every color you want to like. Um, just like the the ones you have as presets are 
you know, like do basically validate, uh, you know, for accessibility reasons from a contrast point of view, but you can set it up to whatever color you like uh, yeah. if you don't care or if you have like another color you want to use from your branding. Um, so that's possible. So these two are like instant previewable, um, which I think makes it way easier to, if, if you basically like set up for a client or for your own project and you want to see how it looks like, because otherwise you need to save this form like over and over again. But then other things are only possible if you save because, uh, you know, like other templates need to get loaded or whatever. So like the toolbar isn't like an instant preview because, yeah, it will switch over to other templates. So that's mm -hmm. not feasible there. But yeah. Neat. We're talking with Sasha Eckenberger, the creator of the Gin administration theme that you can find on drupal.org slash project slash gin. Uh, coming up right after the break, we'll learn a little bit more about Gin and where it's going to go in the future. Coming up right after this. Welcome back. We're talking to Sasha Eckenberger uh, about Gin, uh, the admin theme called Gin. So I, I want to point out right here that it is not pronounced Gin with a hard G is pronounced gin with a soft G. So Sasha, when, when you're saying, you know, the, the image format, GIF or GIF, how do you pronounce it? <laughs> um, the question is not how I want to pronounce it or, <laughs> the whole, or the whole world. I think it's how the creator will, yes. will like you to pronounce yes. it. Right. So it, for me, it's GIF, but uh, you know, I, I honestly think we're all in agreement right here that it is GIF with the uh, with with a soft G. You know, we're taking a stand right here on the Lullabot podcast. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> there are there are no graphs on the Serengeti. They have giraffes. It's true. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so, Mike, you you first mentioned um, that you found this um, finding an issue, right? You were working with. Uh, yeah, it's working on it like, theme, right? yeah, yeah, there's a, there's an issue with the, uh, with the, with the gin toolbar and Olivero and stuff. And that's all in the issue queue. But so, yeah, we, we've mentioned Olivero before and we had a podcast, um, right. So that's a mm -hmm. uh, theme you're wanting to put into Drupal where is that going well? It's, it's in Drupal core. It's in Drupal core as an experimental, uh, theme as beta. And it's, it's going to be included in the, uh, 9.1 release, which should be coming out in December. So your time in the issue queue just kind of made you stumble upon gin, huh? Yes. It drove yeah, you to drink. A... <laughs> uh, and tequila and rum. And... <laughs> there you go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sasha, maybe you could uh, talk a little bit about Jin and its relationship with Claro that is in core. Uh, is it so it's a it's a sub theme? How is it related? How does it work? Um, yeah, you're right. It's it's currently a, a sub theme um, because it inherits a lot from from Claro, obviously. Um, so there was some, you know, like people were confused, um, and, and we're thinking like, okay, do we now divide up like, you know, like the initiative around Claro, but that's certainly not the case. Um, it was basically just like a playground in the beginning for me, or like the, the current version you can install, uh, which is quite popular was basically a playground for me, which was basically like just translating the designs with it 
to a real theme to test it out, you know, like the patterns, like the sidebar and, and you know, like the accent colors and, and stuff. And um, yeah, so, so that's basically the, the main reason behind it. But uh, also like on the weekly call, we, we usually have for, you know, like for the Claro initiative, um, we, we usually also take a look back on how we integrated things in Chin and discuss features if you want to bring them back to Claro. Um, so uh, one thing we basically um, started implementing was basically the if if you're um, on you know like on the on the content overview and you select multiple nodes, um, you know like the the bulk form is basically popping up. Um, which was before you had like the, the, like the bulk form elements, uh, you know, like above and below the content, like the, you know, like the table, the content table. Yeah. Um, so that was basically one feature which uh, we already started porting over. Um, the next feature might be, uh, you know, like the, the clear differentiation between, you know, like the layering, uh, the layers for like having a layer for the content piece and then maybe moving the sidebar and stuff like that. So um, they're quite related to each other. So, um, you know, like Chin basically uses the whole design patterns um, from the Drupal design system. So it inherits that, uh, but then on top it adds, you know, like all the new features and, uh, you know, like the new design language uh, or like, you know, like the new layout for editing and, and other stuff. So you're actively involved with Claro, developing Claro too, correct? Well, not with the de development, but as a designer, yes. Yeah. Cool, so yeah. Yes, I'm, 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 yes, I'm involved in the development, but not as a developer, but as a designer. That <laughs> would be the correct answer. <laughs> How was yeah. Claro to work with as a, as a parent theme? Um, you mean from a chin point of view? Yes. Uh, well, so, um, yeah, that's, that's a bit, uh, a long story. So, um, the, the problem is that like, you know, when Clara started as a, as a contract theme and it still, um, basically needs to override a lot of libraries in core. Um, so it's not as easy to basically create a sub theme to Claro or to Chin as you would normally do for like a front end theme. Um, because you need to, um, you know, like override all the libraries again. So there's not um, a hierarchy between them so that it would inherit all the library overrides oh, wow. on the parent theme. So if you basically do a sub theme to Claro, you need to copy over all the overrides and change the paths you know, like to absolute paths so that it still works, um, which is just a current state, um, you know, like before it's uh, getting stable and, you know, like a lot of things are, are basically resolved in core. So that's the, that's basically like the current state. And uh, yeah, but I mean, once you've done that, uh, it's basically just as every other sub theme. That's interesting. So, so besides that, um, what other technical challenges have you run into when you're creating Gen? Um, apparently a lot. Um, <laughs> so there are some not so nice integrations, um, you know, like because of how, um, you know, like the technical implementation looks like. 
So moving basically like the, the, the save button and the publishing part, like, you know, like all those actions to the header is, mm-hmm. is, is, is not really like, well, it's, it's, it's possible with, with using some, some CSS and, you know, like just absolute positioning it. Mm-hmm. It's not the nicest way to do it, but there's currently no other way around it. Um, so that's for sure something which is not so nice from a implementation point of view. Um, also to move the sidebar to the far right so that it's basically like a sticky sidebar, which is always there. Mm-hmm. Um, could also be nicer integrated, um, but that's also something we, we consider for Claro as well. So, you know, I didn't want to do the stretch. Uh, if we if we basically can do it uh, in core with Claro, then uh, we can basically also inherit that back again for for Chin. But so yeah, so back to the node form real quick. You you were actually yes. trying you were trying to move the buttons to another content region. Essentially, that was your goal, or that was what your hope was. Yeah, that was basically it. But it would out it would be outside of the of yeah. the form itself, right? As a so, backend developer, I said. Why would you try and do that? That won't work. So, yeah, <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> but, okay. But we we also split up um, basically like the actions. So, you know, like the primary action, which is save the preview button, and um, you know, like the toggle for for toggling if if uh, you you know this is published or not is mm-hmm. basically one piece. But the delete button and everything else, which a module could you know like uh, uh, just like hook into um, is placed in the sideboard. So there's a lot of pre-processing going on to basically split that into two portions so that we won't break any third-party module. Um, There's a lot of other areas where we basically use like the same technique um, as if if you use like the toolbar in the minimal mode, it will split the toolbar in two toolbars like one which is sticky at the top and then a, a secondary one which like modules could hook into to place, you know, their, their own items. So to not break with all those integrations, it was a bit challenging is maybe the, the wrong word, but uh, it was a bit a back and forth how we basically maintain, uh, you know, like uh, to be compatible with almost everything in Drupal. So... That, yeah, these were that's challenges. probably really tricky because Drupal being this open community of build whatever you want, I'm, I'm sure you've seen integrations that just totally break things. That had to be hard because you're never quite sure what the end user will come up with, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So it's hard for designing for for anything, like any possible solution, which I suppose, Mike, is similar to you're trying to build a core theme. It's a little bit easier on the front end, you know, because, you know, all we have, we don't have to account for all these, you know, forms, you know, and nested, you know, everything. Yeah, there's forms, but it's not the same, you know, like, like the views UI, you know, and, and like the the content region, like, like it's, it's a completely different use case. I, I feel like like the reason that Alvero went fairly quickly is just because it was a front end theme. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a much less heavier lift than doing the admin theme. So Sasha is way cooler than you. Oh, it, it doesn't take much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Um, by the way, like the, the work on Olivero was really, really great. Um, I you. think 
that will be a great addition to core. So really looking forward to basically getting that in as as new default front end theme as well. Mike doesn't like to talk. Exciting. Mike doesn't like to talk about himself, so I keep bringing it up to give him that opportunity. <laughs> so thanks, Matt. <laughs> all right, so. Like, all right, so let's talk about things that we're hoping to put into Claro. And you mentioned some of this earlier. Like, you were talking about on the on, on the bulk operations, uh, the bulk operations screen, when you check the box and the little operations come up that says, you know, you can delete or whatever. And within um, Gen, they kind of uh, just appear and they're sticky at the bottom and it looks really nice. So, so you're hoping to bring that into Claro, is that correct? Yeah, we're well. Basically, there's already um, an issue to integrate that. Um, there's some accessibility concerns still to you know, like where we have to figure out how yep. we basically can work around them. Um, also, because like it's you know, it appears somewhere else on the screen, uh, which is always an accessibility concern. Mm -hmm. um, so the team is basically currently working on that, but that was basically the you know, like the idea behind it that we don't have like the bulk form twice, um, you know, like above and below the content and that it would be an action or like a menu which basically is contextual because you only need to use it if you, you know, like if you select multiple items, otherwise you don't need this. Yeah. Um, was basically like the, 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 the pattern uh, which we... We also liked, and uh, yeah, we tried to basically bring that back to Claro as well. Gotcha. And you said the vertical toolbar. You're hoping to pull that into Claro. That's gonna that's gonna be really interesting because that's gonna, you know, people are used to like that horizontal toolbar within Drupal. Um, well, this is the most uh, controversial one. You know, mm -hmm. like the the, the sidebar navigation. Um, that's that's not something we're currently considering you know like to bring into claro because uh i can al al already see a lot of drawback there um i was more referring to if you're on the node edit form you have like the the actual real sidebar yeah. uh, so it was more the sidebar thing we want to bring back to claro gotcha um, it's on the right side with all you yes. know with all the date authored menu settings comment settings etc yes mm-hmm um, we're also, you know, like we we're basically also exploring if if it's a good idea of, or if we if we need like um, a cyber region so that also other modules could place some stuff there. Um, but this is something we are basically just like discussing currently, and uh, yeah, we're we're in a very early state there. But um, yeah, a lot of things are currently moving forward, and uh, it's quite exciting. It is pretty exciting. So within Claro, like like switching it over to Claro, right now Claro is still an experimental theme, I believe. And so what's what's in front of that on the road to become stable? Um, there's um, like this famous ticket, uh, which is called um, uh, Roadmap to a Stable Release uh, or something along those lines. Um, so we have some stable blockers still open for Claro um, to, to, you know, like that we can get it uh, stable. 
Um, there are also a lot of nice to haves and, and other issues um, in this ticket. So it's, it's, it's quite a good overview of the open tasks uh, for Claro. Mm -hmm. um, but I think there are like five or six major issues currently open to basically have it or that we can basically consider it as a, as a stable release or that like, you know, like the framework managers and everybody can, can get it a sign off. Um, so yeah, there's still some stuff to do. Um, we, or like the team tried, tried really hard to uh, maintain all those issues or to, to solve them uh, for 9.2. Um, but unfortunately, there was some more work required um, also from an accessibility point of view and some, some reviews are open. So we're now targeting 9.3 okay. um, for a stable release. Cool, cool, cool. So um, earlier this morning, I, was, I reached out to uh, Christina Chumias, who's, who's one of the main people working on it. And she asked me to uh, ask you if you prefer 50 shades of gray or 50 shades of blue. <laughs> oh well yeah that's that's an internal joke of us um we also have another one which is like which button would you like uh, because i think like in the design phase when we when we did like redesign the you know like all the form elements i think mm -hmm. we had to redo the buttons as easy as it sounds to design a button i think we had to redo it like over 50 times <laughs> oh my gosh um so there were so many um, implications with buttons um, and we changed the, the, the color of blue and the, all the grays, I don't know how many times. So yeah, that's basically our joke uh, about the 50 shades of gray and, you know, like changing the shades over and over again. And uh, now we're doing the same to the blues. So yeah, nice one. <laughs> I can see how that could be tricky, though, and yeah, it's a, it's yeah. an issue that could be very easily bike shedded. Yeah, yeah, of course. And it's like picking the right color of white for the walls in your house. <laughs> yes. Yeah, or if you already have white, you know, like white walls, and you just go to Walmart or whatever, and you buy, you know, just like a new bucket of white. It might be a different white. Yeah. So. There will be a different white. <laughs> <Of course, laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so what's the plan for the future? Um, do you have continued development in the pipeline? Are, are you going to wrap it up and kind of stabilize it and it's good for now? Or what's, what's going on for Jin? Yeah, so the plan currently is um, that we, you know, like there's there's still some bugs around, of course. Um, so the goal is to stabilize um, or as far as we can stabilize Chin because Clara is also not stable yet. But um, as far as we can stable Chin to, to make that stable, um, you know, and uh, but there's also like some other stuff in the pipeline. So. Um, as I mentioned before, you have like, you know, all the user overrides, which you could enable. Um, and uh, there might be a companion module for the permissions. Uh, so that as you know, you can set the permissions, like which role or which users can basically use, which, um, you know, like customization options for Chin. Um, nice. So um, that you can basically set it up for, you know, like uh, content editors that they might not change the branding, but they can toggle the dark mode if they like. So stuff like that. Um, so this is something which is basically currently 
in the pipeline. Um, I'm also working on, um, you know, like a custom version, like, you know, like select two. Um, there's like a module for, for Drupal, which is like select two. And there's another one, which the, I forgot the name. Um, but the problem is with, with all those custom in integrations with select, uh, like, you know, like selects is that most of the time they're not accessible. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm currently working on a solution uh, to have like a really, really nice, like really, really nicely styled select boxes, but uh, they're like still accessible and they, that they also will like inherit the whole styling with, you know, like the accent color and everything from Jin. Um, and that you could also configure them to, you know, if you have like more than 20 results uh, or like, you know, like listings that you have a search. Um, so, you know, to, to add basically more functionality for selects um, because sometimes content editors deal with very, very long selects and uh, they don't have like the possibility or they don't know that they can use the keyboard, uh, you know, like to search in there if they don't have a search field. Yep. Um, so like those are things we're basically um, considering and, and working uh, for, for a future release. So, yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome to get into core or something like that too. That's, that's pretty neat. Sasha, is there anything that you'd like to add as we point toward wrapping this up? Um, yeah, one, one thing I want to add is, uh, you know, like really everybody is, is welcome to, you know, like to help out with Chin. Uh, if you have any ideas or, or issues, uh, feel free to, you know, like create issues. Uh, also, if you have like, you know, ideas, what, what we could add there. Um, because I like a lot of times that's, that's why I want to mention it. I, I stumble over. I don't know, like Reddit conversations for Drupal modules or stuff like that. And people were just like, okay, it didn't work. I had this bug, so I considered something else. Uh, but they wouldn't consider to create a, like, you know, like a real issue. Mm -hmm. And if the maintainer doesn't know about these issues, he cannot fix it. So, um, so that's why I always encourage people to you know, like participate. And if you feel... Or if you have like a different use case and you want to have something, um, feel free to come up with it. Uh, we might consider it or we might be against it uh, as, as always, but just bring up ideas. And if you find issues, please report them. Um, everybody's welcome. And yeah, and it's also for a bit of a, a good cause. So if you have really good ideas, we might even consider to use it for Claro. <laughs> Sasha, is there any reason why somebody shouldn't use Jin on a site? Um, that's that's a really good question. Um, yeah, if 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 you heavily depend on IE eleven, <laughs> then I don't think it's a good idea to use it. Um, but I think you will find out quite early that it doesn't work that well. Um, also, if your main concern is to have you know, like, uh, like everything, or if you have like a rule to only use stable modules and themes, sure. Um, as it's not, it, as it doesn't have a stable release yet, um, it's also not a good idea to use it. Is there a reason why you don't have a stable release? Mm, no, not really. It's yeah. just like we we need some more time because there's some open issues, and uh, I want to give it some, you know, like some some more time for 
for getting testing feedback before we do um, like a proper stable release. Um, we could just like, you know, do a stable release right now and then do incremental releases, but um, I prefer to basically wait a bit. Um, the other reason is because, yeah, Claro is not stable yet. So, you know, some, some things could change there. And uh, because of the, you know, like this tight relation between Chin and Claro, um, I don't think it's a good idea to flag Chin as stable before Claro is stable um, for reasons. So sure, this is basically like the reason behind it. Well, that's just one of those, like every maintainer comes up with a different answer to that question. It's like, of course, yeah, it's 1.0, even though it's full of bugs or whatever. <laughs> you know. That's awesome. Well, uh, thank you for coming on. And thanks for all the work that you've done on Jin and in Claro. Thanks for having me. It was great to talk to you guys. 